0: Welcome to Unleash Your Inner Contagiously Positive. I am your host, Laurieann Sheldrick, the Contagiously Positive Girl, and every single week I come here to help you make happiness your permanent default setting. I believe that your level of happiness is going to be one of the most life-altering things you choose to to have every single day. And it isn't about choosing to be a perfect little happy robot, it is about choosing a happy life, regardless of what challenges you have to face. So choose happiness today, and unleash your inner, contagiously positive tomorrow. Let's begin. Hey everyone. Welcome to the Unleash Your Inner Contagiously Positive podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. All right. I'd like to dive right in. No fluff. I don't need to talk about what's going on in my day. You can sign up for my weekly coaching emails for that. We're just going to get right into it. I'm going to honor your time. Today we're talking about deactivating a thought by activating another thought. What? What the heck are you talking about? All right. So this is called pivoting. I learned about pivoting, I don't know, maybe I, I want to say 10 years ago, but I bet you it was more. And I was listening to an audiobook on my commute to work. This was back in the day when we had to buy the CD and we had to put it into our car and actually play it. And God forbid we'd lose our spot because um, it was really hard to get our spot back. So the book on CD was The Law of Attraction, and it's written by Esther and Jerry Hicks. I now have the iPad version, so I have evolved into today's technology, but I'll tell you, I really love a hard copy book. But when I was doing my weekly commute, this was such a phenomenal way for me to learn on the two hours that I had to drive when I had a uh, quote unquote a real job. So in this beautiful book, they actually take, they they take you on this like exploration of your mind. And they talk a lot about constantly deactivating another thought by activating another thought that is more positive. So it's what we talk about here all the time on the podcast together when we have these conversations. It's about saying, well, Okay, I'm not gonna try to not think negative thoughts. It just seems like, doesn't that seem so impossible to never think a negative thought again? I mean, we're human beings having a human experience and we're gonna have negative thoughts. We're gonna have negative emotions, like things are gonna come up, right? So instead, it's just deactivate it by thinking about something that's more positive. Anything that you can focus on so that the negative thought doesn't take you into you know permanent residence in negative ill, if you will. So basically when it comes to thoughts is the longer you think about a thought, the stronger that thought becomes because it's been given the time and it's been given the space to gain momentum. You think it over and over and over again, say 60,000 times a day. Well, that's pretty good momentum. Some things could be saying to yourself. I'm not going to think about this thought that I have been thinking about all day anymore. Well, that doesn't usually work. And it doesn't work because saying you are not going to think about it actually makes you think about it. And it just gains momentum and it piles on and piles on. And oftentimes when we think the same negative thoughts over and over and over and over and over again, day in and day out... 60,000 times a day, 365 days a year, guess what? It's no longer a thought. It is a limiting belief. You now are not only thinking it, you're believing it, which is why this is so important. Again, not about never thinking that thought because sometimes those negative thoughts could be letting you know that something's not right. It's about activating another one. So it's more effective to actually think about something else. And all this means is activate new thoughts to deactivate the one you want to stop stewing over, the one you want to stop having worry over. And this works because anything that you put your attention to, enough attention to, like constantly, whether it's as simple as what you are going to make for dinner, can actually become your dominant thought. If you think about eating tacos long enough and your brain won't, then eventually your brain's not going to think about that other nagging n- nagging thought while you're thinking about eating those tacos. That's like the simplest, most ridiculous example that I can give. But seriously, try it. So I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, Lorianne, you're not good enough. Who are you to think that you should be doing this thing that you're thinking about doing? and my brain is activated to this negative thinking and I start to feel it in my body and I start to feel a little icky and all that little ooey gooey icky, those limiting beliefs running around in my brain. And instead I think, I, this is not healthy. I don't wanna go down this path. Instead I start to think, all right, I'm gonna deactivate that thought and I'm just gonna think about anything else. I would really love to have tacos for dinner. I'd really love to have tacos for dinner. Oh, and with the tacos, I'm definitely going to have guacamole with those tacos. Ooh, I should make homemade guacamole. I'm going to go buy some avocados. Mmm, you know what would also be really good? Some nice organic chicken from the butchery. I'm going to check and see if they're open. Oh, I'm starting to feel better now. I'm starting to think about how delicious these tacos are going to be. I'm no longer thinking about that thought that I was just thinking about, about how shitty I was and how not good enough I was and who was I to think about doing that thing that I was going to do. Mm. Well, Jason's going to be home early tonight and he really loves tacos. So, ooh, he would really like homemade salsa. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm definitely going to make home make homemade salsa. Oh, we should make it a date night. Let's have a date night. You know what? I'm also going to grab a bottle of wine. Maybe I should get Spanish wine. I'll get something really nice to go with the tacos. See what I mean? It's deactivating by activating. All of a sudden, I changed the momentum. And by changing the momentum and changing the thoughts to something more positive, something that I could believe in, because in that moment here, I want to backtrack a bit, okay? Had I tried to just flip the thought around and say... Oh, Lorianne, you are good enough. You should do that thing. You are so smart and brilliant. Well, in that moment, I wasn't believing it because I wasn't feeling it. That thought that I was thinking activated a feeling inside of me. So instead, I thought about something just random To change my energy into something positive, into something that I enjoyed, like eating tacos, making tacos, having a date night with my husband, going to get a really nice bottle of wine, going to the local butchery, making something really awesome. Oh my god, now we're having a date night. Oh, now date night's turned into making love with my husband. Do you see what's happened? I've changed my feeling. So now what might happen is the moment I go and do that thing that I was thinking of doing, that I was having limiting beliefs around doing... I, it won't be charged with negative emotions anymore because I'm so excited about this date night that I've now created in my mind. I've now gone to the store and gotten all that things or gotten all those things or I've made the list of that thing. This is just about putting your attention on something enough to deactivate, right? That's it. That's what pivoting does in your mind. You don't like a thought, you pivot to new subjects until you deactivate the thought you wanted to stop thinking about. You are programming your brain to think what you want it to think. It's like switching the wires or turning a light switch from on to off. What you want to do, this is all I'm doing here, right? In this story that I just told you, what you want to do is guide your thoughts, not control them because what, we—what first of all, what we resist persists and when we try to control, we actually feel a lack of control. Instead, just own it. I'm feeling this I'm not liking how this is making me feel I'm gonna pick a new subject and I'm gonna focus on it consistently enough and allow it to gain momentum until it becomes my most dominant thought and just like that you've pivoted and I know I make this sound really simple and it might not come incredibly like supernaturally to you right at the beginning but I promise it will with practice like I'm 41 years old and I'm just figuring this stuff out not that I'm just figuring it out I should say I've been practicing it for 20 years and now I've just my brain just habitually goes to ooh, ooh, I don't like that let's get out of here and let's think about tacos now obviously sometimes I think of more inspired things than tacos but it just it felt like the easiest most fun thing to do to change my energetic vibration and then again I turned it into a date night and I turned it into a love making session and I turned it into having my favorite bottle of wine like can you even feel my energy shift as I'm telling the story even though it's not something that I'm doing I'm now thinking about doing that tonight can you feel my energy my energetic vibration rise up As I'm telling that story, just to give you an example, it's because it's making me feel good. I can feel it. I can imagine it. I talked about this last week in episode 77. I want to get us back to using our imagination like we did when we were kids. It was the most magical, beautiful part of us that really I think we need to be taking with us through our whole lives. So pivoting is just Changing our minds, pivoting from what is wanted to what we what what is unwanted to what is wanted, right? So you don't want to bump into someone, you pivot. You want to get to the get the couch up the stairs and around the corners. If you're a friends fan, you'll get this reference, you pivot. If a ball is coming towards you, you pivot. If a door is closing as you're walking through it and you need to move out of the way, you pivot. If you're about to go down the rabbit hole of negative thinking, you pivot. If you're not feeling the way you want to feel, you pivot. Pivoting is simply saying, I am not feeling good, but I want to feel good. So I'm going to focus on good feeling thoughts or any other thought that takes me out of the ones that I don't want. I'm not going to resist it because what I resist persists. I'm just going to think about other good feeling thoughts. So the same authors um, of Law of Attraction, Jerry and Esther Hicks, also wrote Ask and It is Given, beautiful book by the way, and they write, pivoting is the continual hour after hour, segment by segment process whereby you choose the positive. It is the way you get to feeling good and it is a way that you can get whatever you want. Mmm, I love that. It's so simple, but I know it's not always easy. This is all a practice. Like I said, it is a daily practice. Sometimes I can do this instantly, and sometimes I forget about this simple tool, and I end up down the rabbit hole, but then when I remember, I'm able to get myself out. And when I can't get myself out, I speak to someone else. I'll speak to a friend, or I'll speak to my husband, and I'll just say, I'm feeling this. Can we have a conversation about something different, something really good, something really amazing so that it gives me a moment to feel something positive, to feel something that I want to feel and think about something that I want to think about so that I can just slow down the momentum of that negative thing. That's it. All right. It's pushing the pause button on your negative thoughts. So I wanna give you some examples on how you can stop your thoughts from becoming limiting beliefs because this is what happens when our our thoughts, those 60,000 thoughts a day that are repeated become limiting beliefs. I get this question all the time. How do I stop thinking negative thoughts? Well, first of all, negative thoughts are always gonna come. And as I've already talked about, we don't wanna work on trying to stop thinking because it's impossible. It's what our brain is designed to do. Instead, we want to advert our thoughts from going into a downward spiral, from going into the negative vortex. So our negative thoughts, first of all, are only true if we make them true. But, another question I get asked is, if most times it's not true, how can we tell what the difference is? And, This might be a question that you're asking. If most times it's not true, how can I tell what the difference is? So, my thought that I question often that comes into my mind, that could really take me into the negative vortex if I allowed it to, especially since starting my own company is, who are you to do that? Who the hell do you think you are? You're not smart enough to do that. You have an education in this, and that is all you know. That's all you've ever known. You're not good enough. You're not smart enough. Like, this this simple question of who are you to do that can take me down a deep, dark rabbit hole. And this thought comes from one of my most common and earliest of limiting beliefs, which is, I'm not good enough. So today... Today, because I've worked the work around this, I've healed my subconscious beliefs around this, I don't believe this to be true anymore, but it still likes to creep in. And when it does creep in, I have this principle, this thing that I follow. So here it goes. This is my first pivot. If the thoughts are coming from fear, if it in no way serves me, If there is no love in it, no compassion in it, no kindness in it, if it is based on the past or I'm future tripping and worrying about the future, how can I know if it is absolutely positively true? And this simple questioning usually stops it in its tracks because I know that whatever I believe it is only true if I make it true because we, me, you, we are the creators of our own lives. And this includes our thoughts. We can choose what thoughts to believe and what thoughts not to believe. And we can do this, again, by pivoting. So here's the next pivot. If that one doesn't work, here's another pivot. If the thoughts are, I'm not good enough, which, again, is my limiting belief that likes to creep in, I can. I usually will continue asking myself self-reflection questions. If you follow me, you know I'm a big questioner. This is like... I'm a big why person, so questions have always been really important to me. So here are some questions that I can ask and that you can ask as well. Is that really true? Is it really true? Is it really true that you're not good enough? Has anyone actually ever said to you, you're not good enough? And if they have said this, that is what they believe, not what you need to believe. Would you believe someone if they told you that you would only be good enough if you jumped off a bridge? Of course not. If someone said that, that we will only believe in your worth, that we will only believe that you're good enough, we will only give you what you want if you jump off that bridge, you would say that is absolute craziness. Go back to crazy town. The same is true for the thoughts that we think, the beliefs that we think, the way that we feel about ourselves. I highly recommend going back to last episode 77 on self-worth because I talk about this in detail as well. So in that moment, you've asked yourself all these questions. You've come down to the fact that that limiting belief is just you going into crazy town and you can say, so... Ask yourself this then, can you say without a doubt this is absolute truth that you are thinking you are not good enough, means you are not good enough? The answer is always no, because that isn't an absolute. It is just a thought. It's not a nice thought and definitely can cause emotional pain, but it's still just a thought. So then I can pivot even more from this. If you're really into the dark hole of of, of negative thoughts and they're turning into beliefs, go within even more everything begins with the inner work here as you've probably been learning through all of the podcasts that you've been listening to and everything that I speak about go within what's going on here why am I thinking this what's been triggered why did I just get triggered what is the lesson like really just ask yourself what's been going on here If you question your thoughts, you question your beliefs, you question the way you want to feel, really reflect on the thoughts. Really reflect on it because you will feel what's true. And it takes practice and sometimes it takes a moment to moment reflection, but you're going to begin to be able to pivot back from fear to love and trust yourself. And then you can say, who would I be and how would I show up without these limiting beliefs? Well, I would just be me. I would just be me. I would do the things that I want to do and be who I want to be and show up the way I want to show up. And I would know and deeply trust that I am good enough, have always been good enough, and will always be good enough. And for me, if the thoughts make my mind and my body and my heart and my soul ache with pain and fear and worry and doubt, like I know I'm off track. I'm now in the dark, deep, dark rabbit hole. I have left the light and I'm in the darkness. Because you can be, do, and have whatever you desire. And if that is true, which I believe that it is, then the thought, I'm not good enough, or whatever your limiting beliefs are that are taking you into the darkness, it's a lie. So we just, we don't avoid the darkness. We walk straight through the darkness, do that inner work, question what we're thinking, question what we're believing, question what we're feeling, Do the healing if it needs to be healed, especially if we're like, ooh, that got triggered because when I was 10, my dad said this to me, or whatever it is, right? And then you realize, well, that's coming to me because of a past experience. The past is already gone, all that we have at this moment, and in this moment, I am good enough, I've always been good enough, and will always be good enough, so you know what? Let's walk right through the darkness. There's nothing to be afraid of. Ah, there's the light, right? Right? We don't avoid the darkness, we walk through the darkness because without darkness we don't know light. We don't know the pure bliss, the magical light that is within us. It is only true if we make it true. So what do you want to make true? You want to make the darkness true or you want to make the light true? Continue to work the work until you feel the way you want to feel and until what you want to make true true, you feel that it is true walk through that darkness. You don't have to do it alone. This is why I highly recommend always having a coach at your fingertips, always having a therapist who's ready there to work with you, always having that friend ready to call, that support system, that tribe, because when we know we have that support, it makes the darkness less scary. We have someone holding our hand. I walk outside at night by myself. I am effing terrified. I walk outside in that same darkness with my husband holding my hand, I feel safe, secure, and supported, and there's nothing to be feared. Right? So again, I just want to say, none of this is about never experiencing a negative emotion. Because you can't ask to feel all the joy and happiness without fully accepting that sometimes contrasting emotions will also exist. You don't know light without dark. However, we don't need to take up permanent residence in those contrasting emotions. We don't need to build a house in the darkness. We don't need to buy the land and build up that house in the darkness. There's this this really great quote by Esther Hicks, and she says, You're picky about the car you drive. You're picky about what you wear. You're picky about what you put in your damn mouth. We want you to be pickier about what you think. Isn't that so true? Let's start to be picky about what we think and what we believe and what we say to ourselves and the words that we use. We need to be kind and compassionate and loving towards ourselves, because your mind tells you all the reasons you should be afraid, all the reasons why you can't do it, all the reasons why you don't do it, all the reasons why you aren't good enough to do it. It starts with a thought. And that thought turns into an emotional response and can either become a limiting or supportive belief. It's up to you. If you take control right away, the moment your mind begins the thought process, you can work on strengthening your mind to work for you instead of against you. When you're in pain, you can feel the pain and walk with the pain and walk through the pain until you get through the healing Right, What we resist persists. So we just want to work on constantly working the work and strengthening our spiritual, our mental, and our emotional and our attitudinal muscles. It's so beautiful. I invite you to practice pivoting when negativity comes in. Just begin to practice pivoting by simply replacing it with positive aspects of eating tacos with your husband or with your spouse or with your friend. <laughs> or just whatever brings you joy. And just accept this negative thing is happening, but here are all the positive things in my life that are also happening and that could happen. And just continue to make a list of your positive aspects until you feel like you have control over your mind and emotions instead of them controlling you. And it takes a little practice, but we have time. But over time, it will happen so naturally for you. This is a, life is not a race, guys. Like, this is a marathon. We've got the time to work the work to strengthen our spiritual, emotional, and mental muscles, all right? Like, the time that we have here, let's work this work. And again, I'm going to repeat this over and over again. This isn't so that you will never experience a negative emotion or negative thought. You are always, caps, 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 always going to have contrasting emotions and experiences that are less than positive. It is about not taking up permanent residence there. It is about not believing the ones that are not supportive. It is about deciding which ones you want to make true, deciding whether or not you're going to let fear or love, be your decision maker. And it's about having an attitude of gratitude and saying, even though I don't have everything that I want right now, I have everything that I need. I am safe, I am okay and I have the power to feel the way that I want to feel and without this darkness I wouldn't know the light so I'm going to be grateful for this darkness in this moment but I am going to walk straight towards the light and just think about all those things that make me feel joyful and all the reasons that I have to love life and I am going to remember that as I walk through the darkness at the end of that tunnel I'm going to walk straight to the light Because night always turns to day, day always turns to night, the sun always rises, we're always okay. You're going to be okay. I promise you. So thank you for spending this time with me. I'm sending you all this energetic, magical love into your life and reminding you that you are good enough, have always been good enough, and will always be good enough.